idea behind the show is simply asking guests what they would tell a stranger on a plane if they were sitting next to them and the stranger asked them for advice. The scenery is passing very fast, but the seer is constant. The one who's seeing is the same. Let me appreciate you for asking a question that I haven't been asked after 2,500 or so uh, interviews over the years. Uh, you have to drop the EGO, which is everyone's greatest obstacle. In 2008, Grant and I had been married for four years. I was pregnant with my first child. Um, we The economy was collapsing and we were on the verge of losing everything financially. So it's, it's very exciting to be here uh, with Elena. And, uh, you know, what I wanted to ask you when we jump right in, first and foremost, uh, I like to jump in with big questions since we only have a short amount of time. Uh, so I'm going to ask you this big question about this thing called legacy. And mm. in fact, I, I'm excited that I get to ask you this question because I remember I heard an interview with uh, Grant being interviewed by Darren Hardy from Success Magazine. And this is a number of years ago. And Darren asked uh, Grant what his thoughts were around the idea of legacy. And he said, basically, um, you know, it's going to be what I create that lasts longer than my body. And that's stuck in my head oh. ever since. So I want to ask you now, uh, kind of to flip the coin, what are your thoughts around this idea of legacy? Like, what does legacy mean to you? You know, it's interesting because Grant and I are very aligned. Um, we're on the same page. It's what's helped our marriage be so successful for 18 years of marriage. Um, and, and I was going to say, that's where I'm at in my life right now. I'm really going after a spiritual legacy play. So I'm looking at um, how can I make an impact to help as many lives, you know, actually change the trajectory of their life by having come in touch with either myself or one of Grant's products or services. So, so I think that to me is what a legacy is, is what can some, what can I leave, leave what can I leave that is there after I'm dead? I mean, that is what I think of as well when it comes to legacy. Like Now, and let me ask you this then, because something interesting there that I love is that I hear people often say legacy, uh, I get to be intentional about it. So I kind of decide a little bit of what my legacy will be. But I hear other people say, I don't have any choice. I'll just do what I do. And it'll be decided either behind my back or after I'm gone. It sounds like, and I don't think there's any wrong answer with that either, but it sounds like for you, it's something intentional. Like you're being intentional about it and creating. Very, very intentional. So I have very specific purposes. So there's a few that uh, what I want to leave as a legacy. Well, number one, um, I want to, of course, be the woman still behind beside the man um, to be able to deliver and help Grant to deliver his products and services, meaning everything that he does, but the financial literacy, stability, to leaving families the opportunity to having financial legacy for themselves. So that's one thing I want to see left behind. So that's all of Grant's products that live on after he's dead. The other thing that's a spiritual legacy play for me is, can I be the woman behind the thousands the way that I am with Grant? So now I've built up this whole 
real estate team, because I'm with EXP, right? And I want to build that to the thousands because I believe now I can incorporate grants products with what I do with infrastructure mindset um, to be able to help people and support, show active interest in the success of, right? I want to build this team and help support them to be able to have wealth through real estate so that's one thing I want to leave behind I want to have teams of a hundred thousand is my goal now I don't know what it'll be in the future so that's one thing with the real estate on that side the other thing is is I want to leave I want people to know wow I have restored family dynamic like I'm trying to restore the family dynamic globally I'm trying to make such an impact to where I make family cool again where i make relationships staying with them working it out figuring it out getting on the same page working together to reach heightened levels of success i want to bring the family back and so and stability back so that's another legacy play i'm going for is the family the other one is is i want to be um, and i'm working toward this now but i want to be the face of the woman empowerment movement meaning i want to empower women to own their power you know, power means the capacity or the ability to influence the behavior of others. So if you can have the power to have yourself do something and be your best potential, highest, best self, and you can start to then go home and influence your partner, your spouse, to then help them reach a heightened level of success. And then you can go in and help your children do that. And then you can go into your community and help them do that. Women, I believe, have the capacity to influence others on a very big way. They have big influence. So if I can inspire them to do that, there can be a massive ripple effect and we can actually change the value of women in society like raised because they're willing to start with themselves and then have it be for everybody else as well so i'm really interested in this women empowerment movement so we can help destimulate the turmoil on this planet right now amazing I want to ask you what I think is a big question. And it was actually a question that was posed to me whenever I, I put a message out today and said, hey, I got some interviews today. Who's got some questions for me? And one of the questions a couple of people came up with was around what was the biggest struggle or setback or situation that you dealt with and what did you learn from it? So is there something that pops out into your head, which was like maybe whatever that, whatever you do want to define it as maybe a defining moment, but it was a result of something that normally a person would maybe dread or stress over? Well, I have two major incidents in my life. One I can talk briefly about was when, you know, I witnessed uh, my best friend perish in a house fire at 14 years old. Wasn't something I could wrap my head around with. It put me in a very dark spiral down a very bad path. I struggled many years after that with, you know, excessive alcohol and drugs and was trying to, you know, numb that pain. Um, I was just trying to self-medicate. So I went, that was a big struggle for a long period of time. And then I had this epiphany that, you know, um, that the person who died, my best friend, what is, this is just so important to me. Like the people that love you the most, like especially like a parent or like a friend, what, what do they want the most for you? They want you to be happy. They want you, they want what's best for you. And so I had this cognition one night that changed my life, which was 
I'm not really honoring her name because she would want me to be happy. She wouldn't want me to be miserable, depressed, tearing up my life. And so that was when I made the decision, no, my life is valuable, worth living. Um, and I'm going to stop using her as an excuse to destroy my life because that's just not an homage to what she would want. It's not, it's, it was just uncool. So from that point, I was able to change my life and um, turn it around and really decide I'm going to do great things um, or at least die trying. <laughs> and the other thing was in 2008, Grant and I had been married for four years. I was pregnant with my first child. Um, we were, the economy was collapsing and we were on the verge of losing everything financially. And I had always been indoctrinated and reared to be the strong, independent, powerful woman, never depend on a man for anything, it's, you know, really anyone, but especially a man. But now I found myself married to Grant for four years and I'm still having this struggle because I was battling him over this male-female role and it was really a setback. I couldn't see it at the time. But when that incident occurred, it forced me to look at well, what was I doing and why can't I depend on my husband who I'm married to and why can't he depend on me and what does that actually mean that I, that, that I can't trust him, support him, yet I married him. Anyway, I came through all of this mental issues with myself. I, I had all these imaginary women that were going to just, you know, berate me for trading in my acting career in order to support my husband. Um, and ultimately, that's a decision I made. No one came after me. No women's movement group came after me and, like, you know, cut my head off or anything. But in that, I realized, wow, like, here I am. I was conditioned to be small, cut myself off from any outside force helping me reach a heightened level of success. And what I've learned from all of that is, wow, you know, I say find the one you trust and build an empire. Grant was somebody I trusted. It worked out. Not that we're perfect, but... We figured a lot of things out and in that I became more powerful and stronger as a woman. I've gone higher than I could have by myself because we've each pushed each other to heighten levels of success. I understand the value of partnerships and relationships and marriage and it's not just be monogamous and sit on a sofa and prove that you love each other by turning your electronics off. It's, it's more than that. It's like I'm with a partnership because I can only go so high and so far on my own. And the person that I'm next to, your whole purpose for me uh, is to help me reach a heightened level of success. And if you help me, that, that's the greatest act of love you can give me. And that makes me love you even more and it fortifies me with you. So to me, that was my biggest 180 in life is I thought I never could depend on a man for anything to now having to be like, wow, I'm that girl that depends on her husband he depends on me. I'm okay with that. And not only that, but I joined forces with this guy that I was never supposed to let a guy in. And somehow we've hit these incredible levels that only started happening once we started working in a coordinated, collaborated effort together to hit that heightened level of success. So it's completely just twisted everything that I knew to be right. And, you know, now it's like, I'm just preaching to a different tune. Now I'm like, oh my God, like, why are we fighting each other? Don't you understand the value of the partner? Like, I ha somebody's got my back. My strengths and my weaknesses 
I have, we have figured out in the role of our relationship to his strengths and weaknesses run those departments and my strengths run these departments. I stay out of your business, you stay out of my business, but together we have the goal of reaching a heightened level of success together. And you know, when I have my weakness, I have somebody that has my back to not let me fall down. It's incredible. Why hadn't I been using that my whole life? Why have I just been, you know, struggling and falling on my ass and like making it so hard because I thought I had to do everything all by myself or somehow it wasn't credible or valuable or worth it, you know, and, and I guess that's the biggest struggle that I went through was having to come to realization with the fact that I didn't know what I didn't know and it was completely the wrong information for me at the time. Wow. So I want to ask you uh, this question that I've been asking lately, and I love the different answers, and I'm curious to hear yours. I call it the passenger question, but it's as simple as this. Uh, if you were sitting on a plane next to somebody and they leaned over and said, hey, I'm just starting my journey. Do you have any advice for me? Simple question out of that is, what do you think you might tell them? I'd probably have a little list of things to say, but it, you know, I'd say, look, it starts with a commitment. If 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 you're you have to commit to this journey, you have to commit to um, a new life. Um, start with a commitment. If you commit and you forget or you fail on your commitment, recommit. You can always recommit in a new unit of time. Understand what your purpose is. Know who you are. Get your core values in there. Like, what do you stand for? What do you not stand for? What will you allow in? What won't you allow in? Um, that means your core values. And then, you know, um, I would say, uh, what would I say to that person after that? I would say, you know what? Study. The study the people that actually have the results and the statistics in the area that you want. Like study them and model and mimic what they do. And don't just believe what you see by the um, self-proclaimed experts. Really look at their life. And if they have one area figured out, then only go to them with that one area. But it doesn't mean they're the expert in all the areas. Stop taking advice from everybody. Pick that one or two people that you really want to model, mimic, and master what they do to fast track your way to success and stop getting confused by asking everyone, strangers on a plane who you don't know, for advice that's only going to confuse you. You pick what you want, go after it, study it, and do the actions that they tell you or that you perceive or, or right and don't take advice from your mom or your dad or the people that love you or your mechanic about relationships that's on his fourth divorce like stop the madness you know wow so my last official question which might sound like a, the same question but I, I feel it's different and i'll explain why is i used to call it the time machine question and essentially it's like it sounds uh if you could jump into a time machine go back and talk to a younger version of yourself give her some life advice what do you think you might tell her and the reason i think this is, question is different is of course that last question is about a stranger on a plane this is you knowing what you would need to hear is what do you think you might tell a younger elena oh my god a younger elena i would have told um stop caring what everybody thinks about you um, you've, you're, you get on this faster. Like I would have said to the younger me, this is your life. Um, in 20 years, you're a billionaire working on multi-billionaire shit. <laughs> uh, you're, you're the, 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 the face of the women in power movement. Um, you're, you're 
Um, you're helping thousands of people. You've built this whole thing. And I would say, that, who do you think that you have to be in order to be that person that you actually become and get a head start? So you need to get confidence in yourself. You need to start doing what you say you're going to do and start doing that consistency over a period of time to develop confidence in yourself. You need to educate yourself about money. You need to be, um, you know, holding yourself to a higher standard. You know, like just what are the self-enhancement type courses that you need to study now to give yourself the knowledge to support who you want to be in the future because this is who you are. Like stop with all the BS not knowing who you are. Stop pretending and stop not owning the power of who you are and like start now with fast tracking your way to success because you are valuable, you have a purpose, you're important um, and knock off this BS little, these little games that you're, these small little games that you're playing with yourself um, because you're, you're trying to avoid the big scale of life of who you really are. Amazing. You're so you're pretending to not know. Stop pretending to not know who you are and grow the F up. I love it. So I said that was the last official question. Unofficially, I have to ask you, how can people learn more about you? Because, of course, oh. I want people to walk away saying, how do we connect with her? Obviously, they can Google you, but is there a place you would send them to learn more about the work you're doing? Yeah, they can go to ElenaCardone.com. Everything is there. Uh, my next mastermind is elenacardone.com forward slash relationships. So if you kind of liked what we've talked about, because we kind of went in that direction, I have a workbook, but goes over knowing who to trust, toxic relationships, finding your mate, how to get them on the same page, how to work together, knowing your roles, and then leaving you with a customized blueprint of your life and how to get the people around you supporting you lifting you up towards success so that you actually make your dreams come true. That's elenacardone.com forward slash relationships. Elena Cardone, this has been an absolute pleasure. I thank you so much. Uh, you knocked it out of the park. With your permission, I'll call it a to be continued. Woo, I love it. Thanks, Corey. Amazing. Thanks so much. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.